0: Welcome into a very special edition of the Sports Addictive, our annual Christmas show with me, my good friend, Kyle from the Grange. Barbara, what's up, dude?
1: It's fun on Dave uh, here to talk about a few things Christmas related and kind of have a fun little holiday show. Bubba doesn't like Christmas, so he's not participating. Matt's an alcoholic, so it's just me and you.
0: (laughs) A great way to start the show. Uh send us your favorite Christmas traditions, songs, movies, movie lines, food, presents, etc., plus maybe your uh Christmas wishes, like for me. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Christmas wishes for Dave? No, not for me, but oh. for the pirates. Okay for our program. So yeah. Bull would be nice for Christmas. Yes. Uh, or a late Christmas gift on the 27th would be nice. Correct. So we'll be talking about that. It looks like a Christmas card. Bubba did a nice job with the overlay there. It looks very nice. Like a live Christmas card. Very festive. It's Kyle and Dave's Christmas card. Very festive. Go. Very festive. Yeah, it is. So my friend, uh, how are things going on Christmas Eve Eve? Are you doing a lot of work around the house, Kyle?
1: I'm sitting on the couch with a blanket watching uh the uh the uh, the bowl game there in Tampa between Missouri and Wake forest and uh my wife's in the kitchen making a pig pick cake and brownies and all kinds of stuff. But, uh, no, I'm not doing anything.
0: There you go. Are you, uh, what is your favorite part of Christmas? I'll ask you that. Um, what I don't is... know. That's a good
1: question. Uh, it, Part of it, Christmas Eve, the anticipation of Christmas morning, even though, you know, you're an adult now, still, you know, you're going to get up and unwrap presents and all that. So, the anticipation is kind of fun. Um, I, I guess Christmas morning would probably be my favorite part, just unwrapping presents. And, of course, it's fun being around family and you know having a big meal and all that but uh yeah uh, i always still love christmas morning like when i was a kid
0: no doubt about it and uh well, we have speaking of family friends our good friend justin Butts. say hey, justin what's up dude he said what's up guys what's up justin i want to give you a shout out appreciate you and your great family for uh for people that don't know justin's family has a trucking company they take our great gear down and uh doing that now for a few years So, Justin, appreciate your support of the program. Appreciate your support of uh, the Pirates as well. So, appreciate you, buddy, for tuning in tonight. It's our Christmas show. What about
1: you, Dave? What's your favorite part of Christmas?
0: I think having a boy and girl now, uh, it reminds me of being a kid and Santa Claus. And uh, Mm -hmm. like you said, Christmas morning. I love now my favorite part of Christmas is watching the kids see what Santa Brought them on Christmas morning. And um, they're so excited. You know, you can't for some reason, hey um, Kyle, for some reason you can't get them up for school. But Mm. when you mention, hey guys, you better wake up. Santa's here. He came here earlier, and uh, all of a sudden they run down the stairs faster than you can say Santa Claus. They're down the stairs. We have like 14, 15 steps, they're down the stairs. And they're in the living room, and boom! Santa left the, all the those great presents for them, and I can't wait to see uh, their reaction on some of them too. So, anyway, um,
1: I was notorious when I was a kid. Uh, there wasn't nobody waking me up. I was waking everybody up. I'd I'd get up when you know when when uh when I was a kid and Santa was still a thing, and uh, I'd get up, God, three thirty. Well, I mean, for me, for me, I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, and I'd be waking everybody up. So it was, you know, I wanted to see what Santa Claus had left. So I was notorious for that. My sister at one point was also, she'd be happy to get up with me. And then it got to the point where um I was really still so excited because of Santa and she wasn't. So I'd be trying to get her up and she would be like, leave me alone. But, uh you know, good memories.
0: By the way, uh, our good friend Justin said, you just talked to my guys. No, the f- number one truck is in Birmingham right now. So here we are on Christmas Eve Eve. They've got the first truck and the second truck has band gear and the guys, the, their personal gear. So they can take that. So when they leave, they can leave the from the bowl to go home for Christmas. So gotcha. there you go. And uh, Justin was talking about when I was talking about my kids and having them excited. He understands uh, what I mean about that. In fact, he. Hey, look at this guy. He used to stay up all night. Uh, just Yeah, I never player. I never could do
1: that. I never wanted to stay up all night. I I'd I'd always just want to wake up super early. And I always did. And uh yeah.
0: Kyle, I'm gonna make you warm. You know why? Look make at this. Warm. I, I yeah, look, look at the look at this temperature I'm gonna put up on the screen for Justin. The temperature is negative one right now. <laughs> Where at? Birmingham.
1: It's not minus one in Birmingham, Alabama. There's no way.
0: Was it that wind chill, maybe?
1: I don't know. Let me ask Alexa. Alexa, what's the temperature in Birmingham, Alabama? Right now in
0: Birmingham, Alabama, it's 13 degrees Fahrenheit. 13. Tonight, yeah, so that's pro- low of 11 degrees. tonight a low of 11. So it could be the wind chill. Yes. Yeah, he's saying the field temp. Yeah, yeah. it feels like it's that. So there you go. But the well, we can get is-
1: down. It's very similar here. I don't know what the temperature is outside now, but it's supposed to get down to 12
0: here tonight. Yeah, so- that's the wind chill. He's saying. And uh, by the way, good news. I checked this morning because I knew you were going to ask me that question, Kyle, about the weather. Tuesday yeah, 52, in Birmingham, it's going to be 51 for the high and like freezing 32 for the low.
1: So, yeah, just, just uh, nice it'll be, no, it'll be good for tailgating and going to the festival uh, for the bowl game. Just, you know, if you're going to wear a hoodie and a heavy coat, you should be fine.
0: And it won't be like the armed forces, but my goodness, uh, 13 degrees Last night, yeah. Getting, and
1: uh, uh, Air Force dominating win over Baylor. How
0: about this? Negative four and Boone. Real feel was um, minus twenty nine. Negative twenty nine.
1: Yeah, that uh, that that's accurate. Uh, it's, it's been below zero in Boone, um, or just above zero uh, all day, and then of course tonight, I was significantly below zero. I wonder how cold it is at the top of Grandfather Mountain right now. Um, I bet it's. Freaking unbelievably cold, And with the wind up there. Oh my god!
0: Oh yeah, I, I I lived up my freshman year, as you guys know, I went to Lee's McRae. I transferred into East Carolina my sophomore year. That's the coldest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it gets very cold up uh, up in uh, Banner Elk. By the way, um, you were talking about last night on Facebook uh, for some people that don't know in Eastern North Carolina, the coldest uh, coldest Christmas we've ever had at um will be this weekend so how about that
1: wow okay i did not know that i know um certainly not the coldest it's ever been it's certainly been colder than this i remember in the 80s it getting down uh close to zero if not getting to zero um but the coldest christmas, 80, huh
0: yeah the for me the coldest christmas was um, well, i'm
1: just talking about in general but of course 89 the christmas snow is the one everybody remembers
0: yep no doubt and uh 83 when I was living in Durham as a kid, I was 10 years old and they, they, uh, we performed at Duke Chapel and it was four degrees outside. That's the coldest I ever had a Christmas Eve and day. Four degrees. Wow. Yeah. Like, you know, when you're a kid and you play outside and, yeah, well, it's, it's hard to real- believe
1: if it was four degrees in Durham that it was much warmer here. So I, I question that coldest Christmas ever. Yeah. Isn't that what you put up there on Facebook on your post? No, I did not. I was being sarcastic about how people were oh, acting. You know, how oh, people were acting oh, like it's never been this cold before during the oh, winter. I'm
0: totally miss okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. It was a, star- it was a yeah.
1: sarcastic post. But then of course today, uh, you know, as the cold front was coming through in Greene County, we got hammered, man. Between about nine and ten o'clock, or maybe nine and eleven, we had wind sustained, it had to be fifty miles per hour. We lost power from nine o'clock AM to two thirty PM. I had a bunch of shingles get blown up on the corner of my house. Um so, uh, it was, it was tight here today. So if you're a
0: handyman and you have a, uh, I got somebody lined up,
1: uh, I got somebody lined up already.
0: <laughs> I know I was just trying to get a sponsorship of the show and then yeah, I'm, immediately I, I
1: text this kid Austin that does, has done some work for me in the past and, uh, I'm, uh, he's supposed to come handle it early next week. So, uh, hopefully he'll do like he said, he's going to like he has in the past and come handle it. And, yeah. Thankfully it's not supposed to snow, sleet, nor rain until next Saturday.
0: So. There you go. We'll get through all the, so for New Year's Eve, right? Um, yeah. Well, we'll see how we'll take it literally one day at a time. And one would we'll sound like a football coach speak, uh, but that's where we're going to have to do it. The good news is the bowl itself will be great. And uh, I want to remind everybody to come on Monday night to uh, those of you, that are going to be in Birmingham and that's going to be overtime bar and grill. We're going to have a lot of fun. Hey, wh- Hey, Kyle, you wear your pirate gear that you get for Christmas or not you wear your pirate gear, you get 10% off your tab and they're going to have 95 uh, cent wings, which I'm looking forward to $4 craft beers. they have got 20 beers on tap and, um, they're looking forward obviously to have us there. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh,
1: overtimes grill yep. and bar, uh, there in Birmingham. Uh, just Google it for the address. Uh, we're going to have a graphic. We have a graphic. We'll get it up at some point. And, uh, with, with all the information and, uh, yeah, go uh, you go uh, get a discount where your pirate gear, like Dave said, get ten percent off. They're gonna have specials on wings and beer already, so you get to take ten percent off those specials, and um, and plus you uh you get you get to meet Dave and Bubba. Me and Matt will be there virtually. Uh, we'll have some cool pirate guests, and there's there there go. Go. the information there on the screen. Be there if you're in Birmingham. There's no if you're watching this show and you're in Birmingham and you don't come to that, what are you doing? What are you doing?
0: By the way, uh, for those listening. That's one hundred Frankfurt Circle, and uh, you can check that out in Birmingham. That's where the uh, Overtime Grill and Bar is, and again, wear your pirate gear, get ten percent off, and you can come and Bubba's going to be signing autographs, taking pictures with all the fans. So, or all we have to do, and we can—I know what we can do, Kyle. What's that? We can actually get a cutout of you, like a life-size cutout of Kyle,
1: big cutout,
0: and then we're going and then people like the ladies and all that put their arm around you and we can take a picture. So you'll still there be you.
1: there. All right. Well, you got a lot of work to do to get that done between now and December 26, particularly being my places are closed tomorrow and Sunday. So uh, good luck.
0: What if I put you on top of the, on the minivan, I'll put you on top of the minivan and tie you to the minivan. <laughs> well, like I said, good luck getting that cutout done. Okay. Uh, I don't even know how to do a cutout. So oh. uh, <laughs> anyway, we're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, I know the guys, uh, we're going to miss you really bad. Kyle miss uh, Matt as well, but glad that we have you on the Bowl show on Monday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. That'll be 9 Eastern, 8 Central. So 8 our time at the Bowl, 9 back home uh, for and whatever time you watch and you listen. You just said the same thing. Yeah. Oh, I
1: well, know you said 8-hour time at the Bowl. Okay, I got what you're saying.
0: Yeah. yeah, 8 Central.
1: If you're in Birmingham, be there at 8 o'clock.
0: Yep. So we'll have a lot of fun with that. Kyle, as far as uh, Christmas music, let's talk a little bit about that. What are some of your favorite Christmas songs?
1: Well, I was talking to you before the show, uh, without a doubt, to me, you ain't a Southern boy if you don't like Christmas in Dixie by Alabama. Um, Absolutely. That's one of my all-time favorites. Um, I also really like Sammy Kershaw's version of Christmas Times are Coming. Um, Old Holy Night would be my favorite of the— uh, John Barry. Yeah, John Barry's version of o Holy Night. You're correct. Um, and that's a very good guess, Dave. Um, his version of All Holy Night is unreal uh, sort of religious Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Barry's version of All Holy Night would be up there. Um also, really like um, Christmas old Lang Syne. Uh, also a big fan of, um, do they know it's Christmas time? You know, Feed the World. That one. Um, John Lennon said, so This is Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, um, A Pretty Paper, Pretty Ribbons of Blue by Willie Nelson.
0: And, uh, yeah. And Roy Orbison does a great job of that, too. Both yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, um, you know, uh, Christmas wrapping is one I really like by, um, I can't remember the name of that band,
0: but, uh, it's, it's a girl oh, band. Man. Oh God. Yeah. And uh, the waitresses. The waitresses Christmas wrapping is a fun Wow. Song. I hadn't thought about that song in a long time. <laughs> uh,
1: it's a That's really nice fun song. Yeah. Um, uh, silver bells. A lot of great versions of that. Uh, Bing Crosby, oh, Crosby, baby. I was listening to Ricky Van Shelton version earlier today. Um, uh, man, I, I could go on and on. Uh, so many good Christmas songs. What about you?
0: Oh, yeah, I love uh, my favorite one would be I would go, oh gosh, uh, right up there, Fleece Navidad. I love that. Oh, yeah, I'm I think so. Um, I'm a huge fan. I'm not gonna say, hey, Matt, I promise you, I won't say Paul McCartney. <laughs> he can't he send that the wonderful Christmas. <laughs> i just love it i think it's funny it's not on the top of my list anyway um let's see seriously Definitely
1: having a wonderful christmas time that you are talking about
0: yeah yeah it's not a great song i'm with you or with matt um well like i said it's okay i could take your leave but i really don't care i like um of course white christmas rudolph frosty um i the good one yeah i love baby it's cold outside dean martin that's a good uh, one yeah uh let's see one thing I haven't heard this year. My favorite things from um, uh, the Sound of Music, uh, Julie Andrews. I love that. Let's I've never
1: see. understood how that's a Christmas song.
0: Just talk about the favorite things. I guess. Yeah, I, cool. I
1: know, but I've never got how it's a Christmas song. I, I know it's played. Um, Christmas time.
0: I, I think know. it's because I think it's because as a kid, they used to always show it on television. Okay, um, Christmas, Christmas time, maybe. I remember
1: it being shown on TV around Easter. Are they uh, maybe I misremember it. I don't know. I'm not a fan of that movie.
0: Oh, I, I love it. Um, let's see what else. Uh, man, I get like you said, oh, uh, the Christmas song Nat King Cole. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that song. Um,
1: Alan Jack, uh, oh, Bubba yeah. just had his two favorites up there. Uh, Alan Jackson, his whole Christmas CD, and Christmas in Dixie by Alabama. Alan Jackson actually has two Christmas CDs, Bubba. He had one in the early 90s called Honky Tonk Christmas. And then the one in the early two thousands called "Let There Be Christmas," which is probably the one you're thinking of. Yeah. Um, but Alan Jackson has a song called "Honky Talk Christmas" with Alison Krauss called "And the Angels Cried," which is a beautiful song.
0: No, no doubt. I, I'm um, I'm pumped up about. Let's see. I like, and he doesn't like the um, George Michael, the Wham. Um, he doesn't like the Matt doesn't like that, that last Christmas.
1: I gave you my heart. Yeah. Uh, that's all right.
0: Yeah, it's better than wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, Um, for sure. Um What about? I want
1: a polar for Christmas. I want a polar for you.
0: Actually, I'll tell you what. I like that song, and I'll tell you.
1: No crocodiles, or All I want is a Yeah. Well, here's
0: here's the reason why I love that song. Before I, before my daughter was born, you wanted to have a No, I could care less oh. about that song, but it has sentimental meaning now. You um, liked she, it, okay? I got you. Yeah, well, no, it's it's even more uh, important. She, she wanted
1: to have a for Christmas. No, let me tell you,
0: <laughs> when I was when she was nine months old, it's not funny. She had a seizure, ah. a seizure. on Christmas Day at four o'clock when she was her first Christmas. It was a very scary moment if you're a parent. We took her to the hospital. The one thing that really cheered her up, we had, the, and I still have it, is uh, there was a hippopotamus, and it plays that song. And okay. she was real happy. Normally, I would agree with you 1,000%. That would be, like, one of the most annoying. It's like one of those moments when you become a parent.
1: No, it makes you know, sense. Yeah, it's got sentimental meaning because, obviously, your daughter had a stroke, and that comforted her, that toy. to played the song, so that makes complete sense that you like the song
0: now so that's only before i didn't care that song was dumb i'm gonna do my Kyle. it was really dumb i didn't care anything about it but now every time i hear that song it makes me think about her being cheered like it cheered her up so yeah that makes sense um otherwise i would agree 1000 percent are there any like novelty songs that you do you love grandma got run over by a reindeer
1: yeah grandma run over by a reindeer is great actually i never get tired of some people i I, hate it i love it too um uh, geez. Uh, I, 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 Adam Sandler, uh, uh, the, uh, the Hanukkah song. That's a um, great song. Fantastic. Uh, it's not a Christmas song, but it's a holiday song. The Hanukkah song is great. You listen to it this time of year. Um, God, I don't know. Uh, I was trying to think of other ones. I mean, there's so many, um, you know, I enjoyed a few years ago. So it was, God mighty. It's probably been over a decade ago now, it's probably been 15 years ago at this point, but twisted sister put out a Christmas album. Um, that uh, I really enjoyed, actually. I cannot think of the name of it now, but they had a version of Oh Come All You Faithful that was actually really good. It was a heavy metal version of Oh Come All You Faithful.
0: Oh, wow. I've yeah. never heard that.
1: Yeah. I have the CD somewhere. It probably came out, It's probably been 15 years ago now that it came out.
0: How about... Here's here's a novelty song that I actually like when I was a kid. Um, what about uh, the Chipmunks? Ah. Uh, uh, Christmas, Christmas yeah.
1: uh, you know what? It's all right. I'll laugh every time when Alvin or whatever the hell one of the chipmunks goes, hey,
0: and maybe I'll, I'll um <laughs>
1: yeah. but, but it's all right. It's all right. I, I can listen to it once or twice every holiday season.
0: All right. Richard wants to chime in, uh, Kyle. So these are two. Hey, these are two good ones that I was going to mention. But thank you, Richard, because you're the best um let's see uh please come home for christmas the eagles yep good and, and santa claus is coming to town bruce springsteen amen richard yeah yeah both of those are cool
1: i have not heard santa claus is coming to town about spring this year i might have to play that after we get done
0: i played it uh, right before we i i had i played
1: it because i hadn't listened to it yet the best part yeah. of that whole song is when whoever is going oh, 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 oh. And Springsteen starts laughing. That's the best part of the whole damn song. It's uh, it's
0: Clarence, the the, the saxophone person. player. Yeah, he's doing the Santa
1: greatest saxophone solo in the history of music, is Bruce Springsteen as Clarence, uh, from the E Street Band. Uh, what is the name of that damn song? It's High Christmas song. It's um, damn it, uh, it came out in the seventies. Dave, help me out. Um, to Run. No, so no big sax solo in that. Um, yeah, that's what I was trying to think with uh, uh, you. Um jungletown yeah jungle land jungle land I'm jungle Langer. land jungle land has the greatest saxophone solo that if, if you if you don't know jungle land that well go listen to Bruce Springsteen jungle land and wait for Clarence to hit the saxophone solo it is amazing
0: how about Craig's chimes in John Legend a legendary Christmas is a great album I like John Legend I think mean, he's awesome I agree with you Um how about this here's one here's one for you from Craig the best Christmas song ever is Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. mama, really chicken
1: it. and collard greens. I can't remember. Chitlins and collard greens. I haven't heard it in a while.
0: Yeah. There's another great Christmas album, uh, Dr. Demento, if you like uh, the novelty songs. How about, here's one that can uh, annoy a lot of people. I, I listened to it maybe once. What about the Singing Dogs with Jingle Bells? Uh, no, nothing. Right, right,
1: right,
0: uh How about, uh, Ray Stevens? Staying close. is watching you. I love that He's song.
1: everywhere. He's
0: everywhere. <laughs> you do a good job of that, actually. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah. By the way, Kyle is taking, you're taking requests tonight, right? All Absolutely. If you have a song you want Kyle to sing, um, how about, um, Merry Christmas, Baby? I love, uh, Merry
1: Christmas, Baby?
0: Yeah. Shouted
1: treat me right.
0: Yeah, Otis Redding.
1: I said now, my Christmas, baby. You shall do treat me right.
0: And we also have um I tell you one person, one of my favorites uh also, and people may not like it, but I love uh Elvis Blue Christmas. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, Blue Christmas is great. If you don't true. like blue you who know, don't like blue Christmas, Shit, I mean that's classic. Yeah oh man we could go on and on anybody else have some christmas songs you want to put up there uh we'll see i got to
1: you, we, we need to switch if, if they ain't got any more songs but we're gonna move I, I am behind on my christmas movies yeah. i've seen i've seen national Lampoon's vacation 100 times this year um i watched the christmas story i watched the christmas story christmas by the way which is that very is, good
0: that i've seen it twice in fact i haven't seen you're right about that i got to catch up I'm going to have to catch up even after Christmas on my, I usually watch, you know, like say from Thanksgiving weekend to now, I've watched yep. like a whole bunch of them, including um, to me. Christmas top Vacation,
1: show. I've seen that a hundred times this year. Yeah,
0: I love that. I like Christmas Story. I watch usually Elf.
1: Seen Elf a couple times this year. Um, I've like seen Home
0: Alone this year. Home Alone, Home Alone 2. Um, I don't like that, Home Alone 2. I like the first two. The rest of them are as hot, hot garbage as you would say. The first one um, is obviously the better of the, of the two. But I like those. Um, and then, like, classics like Miracle on 34th Street. I love Miracle that. on 34th Street. Okay.
1: Um, to me, has one of the most genius. It's not the very end of the movie, but it should have been. Has one of the most genius endings, creative, smart, written endings in movie history. And though it's not the very end. The, 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 you you got to prove logically because the movie's a logical movie. Chris mm-hmm. Kringle, this man Chris Kringle is Santa Claus. How in the world can you prove that in a court of law? You know, because the movie is a serious movie, right? And it works. The 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 the, the 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 trials getting all this publicity, so the postal service starts sending the, Chris Kringle, Santa Claus, all the, all the all the letters to Santa to the prison, and they use that as evidence that the federal government recognizes him as Santa Claus. So the judge has no other choice but to say, "Okay." Despite logic, the federal government says it. I'm in no position to overrule the federal government. He's Santa Claus. To me, it's friggin' genius.
0: Yeah, I love that movie and Christmas Eve. Okay,
1: I was expecting more of a reaction from you. Evidently, no, you, like, you don't no, think I, it's
0: genius. Either. I know. I was. I'm sorry. I was going. I was going to say. um, that I do that's one of the reasons why that movie is so great and it's still you know it's a classic holds the test of time it's held the test of time and yep. when um it's just it's a special that movie is so special to me and just like one movie I watch on usually back on Christmas Eve every year would be it's a wonderful life I love that movie I love that movie over and I can watch that over and over again I, I, I watched, watched
1: some it. of that on USA the other night um I've seen all of this wonderful life, but I've never seen it from beginning to the end, Um, but I've seen all of it at some point in time. Um, Some that I really love that I have not watched yet this year. Um, I have in the animated ones, I've I've watched Rudolph. I've watched Frosty. I have not watched Charlie Brown this year. I got to get to that. I I have not watched Garfield Christmas. I got to get to that. Um, I've got to watch Ernest Saves Christmas, underrated Christmas comedy from the eighties. Absolutely love it. He's good. Uh, Yeah. uh, a homecoming, a Walton's Christmas, got to watch it. Um, got to watch my favorite. I would love A Christmas Carol, but my favorite version all the time of A Christmas Carol is the 1999 version with Patrick Stewart. Very underweighted version, my favorite. So I got to watch it. So uh, I think tomorrow, um, me and Jessica really don't have much to do. Our Christmas Eve plans got altered. Half of my family has COVID. So I think we're probably going to spend the day watching Christmas specials and Christmas movies.
0: How about this, Richard? Good old Richard. Look at this.
1: He okay. says
0: the Grinch, Jim Carrey, is my favorite.
1: My wife loves that. Um, it's all right. I, I've I've I prefer the animated original short, thirty minute, you know, uh, version of the Grinch. But Jim Carrey did a great job as the Grinch. Yeah, I don't think anybody else could have done it. Um, it's good, but uh, my wife loves it too. Polar Express is another modern one that's pretty good. Um, you know, I've been trying to think of some others, but I've named a lot. <laughs>
0: uh, my Wait, all-time sure. favorite,
1: though, would be uh, a, a Christmas Story. And, Dave, let's talk about A Christmas Story uh, Christmas. You know, we both watched well, it, and anybody that hasn't watched it, if you is... don't have HBO Max, get HBO Max and watch that before Christmas. Maybe watch it tomorrow night watch a Christmas story and then watch it. It is a worthy sequel. It is, is it a classic like the original? No. But is it a Christmas story too? just straight-to-video release is horrible. Is this it? is very charming. It, it's it's heartwarming. Peter's Billingsley, all the guys, all the kids are back. Um, I, I love the fact, and I said this, that's what they should do. They should have him writing the movie, A Christmas Story, while he's at his house grieving his dad. Which is what they turn out doing in a roundabout way. What he turns out doing, um, yep. And so it's it's uh, it's really well done. If 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 you're a fan of the original movie, you'll like it. Um, if you, if you go read the reviews, fan reviews, give it like ninety some percent. The critics, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, gives it like seventy, which isn't horrible um, for critics. But the fan the fan response is extremely positive,
0: and that's it's been such a cult classic that if the fans give it that high, then you know that. That's hardcore people like that that really love it. So if we love it because I was skeptical, I know we talked about it, the you, me and um, Matt and Bubba, the four of us off air, we were talking about the movie and I was really hesitant and skeptical to watch it because I was like, there's been the hot garbage, you know, all this stuff out, just not good. And it just wasn't even I'm like, why in the world did they waste their time to make it? Um, But they really did a good job. Let's talk. Smart
1: stuff like using the original music in spots in the movie from the first movie using that. Like there's a part where he where they're pulling into their house for the first time. And when they, you know, his dad's dead, and they're driving there in the car and they pull into the driveway and they play the music they played when his dad was coming home. When Mm -hmm. he was scared, you know, when he beat up Scott Farkas and he's like, he's like the light was getting soft. And my dad. They played that same music when he pulled in the driveway that they played when his dad pulled in the driveway. Um, stuff like that. It's just, just little subtle things. If you're a big fan of the first movie,
0: perfect. Yeah, let's talk uh, East Carolina football a little bit. Axel says, I like the approach it seems East Carolina is taking with a quarterback room, Garcia and Jeter. I can work with that while we get the train rolling.
1: Yeah, I think we'll end up bringing in somebody after spring ball, most likely, um, as a as a backup from the portal. Um, It sounds like Garcia is going to have to blow it not to be the starter. So I don't see us now bringing in a big name starter unless Garcia just looks horrible in spring. But as long as he looks good in spring, I do think we'll bring in somebody from the portal, but it'll be somebody who knows he's going to be a backup, but prepared to play maybe an FCS quarterback.
0: Yeah. And we have Alex Flynn and uh, as well in there that he's going to be more like, Yeah, but you need
1: one more quarterback. Yes.
0: You need four. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. And by the way, it's looking like um, for people worried, it looks like Garcia has done very well um, in these practices uh, after the Temple game for the bull practices. So I'm very happy to hear that, Kyle. That's something that's very encouraging, and I know that's why Coach Houston's already named him the starter for next year. Is they wouldn't be? I think that if, um, well, was, you, you
1: you the reason he did that, to be honest, is because they don't want you don't want him to transfer. But you wouldn't be fearful of him transferring if you didn't think he was a good quarterback. You wouldn't care if he was going to transfer. Correct. So I, I do think that has a lot to do with him not transferring. But you wouldn't do that if you didn't think he was that good. Um, so hopefully he'll live up to expectations.
0: Yeah. And uh, by the way, the signing, signing day, we hadn't really had a chance to talk about that yet, um, being Wednesday. I thought uh, overall, I think we're good, except for I think now we have to – with everything changing with the uh, with uh, ECU as far as now with the signing day, yeah, we
1: we had a top ten signing class of, of of the group of five. Had we got some of the kids that decommitted in early December, it would have may have been one or two. Yep. Um and then the that that uh, that that scumbag down in uh, Florida that uh you know told ECU he was coming the night before, puts on the ECU hat, then takes off and go nah nah I'm a cane, you know screw you dude. I mean I, I have no problem. You probably always wanted to be a Cain your whole life. Your girlfriend plays basketball here. I don't know if you're playing games with East Carolina or maybe they offered you a sweet NIL deal at the last minute, but there was no need to put on the East Carolina hat and they go, "Nah, nah, I'm a Kane. Just put on the Miami hat. I mean, don't do that. Sure. It's, it's not cool. It, it To me, it was, it was extremely sleazy, and uh, who knows what will happen down the line. He may end up in the transfer portal and need somewhere to go.
0: Yeah, and went, if you have like the hats up there and then you pick up the East Carolina hat or you this particular case, you pick up the Miami hat, I have no issues with that because wherever the kid wants to go to school, that's fine. Yeah. But like you said, he told everybody, he told the coaches, his coaches in high school, he told the East Carolina coaches the night before, like you said, I'm going to East Carolina. And then
1: he picked up the East Carolina hat, put it on, took it off. Yeah.
0: Which yeah, is just, I was really upset about. No, that.
1: It, it's only cool if you do it the other way. If you put on the Miami hat and then take it off, and say I'm a pirate, that's cool because that's different. You know that that's saying screw the big school, I'm a pirate. That that would have been cool. Some people say that's hypocritical, but I don't think so. Even if it was a rival, let's say it was Florida State or Miami, and he puts on the Florida State hat, takes it off, and puts on a Miami hat. To me, that's cool. But to do that to the and I, you know, I'm I'm going to play David here. I'm going to play. I'm meaning David and Goliath. I'm going to play the. The, you know we we are the smaller school, we're not the power five school, and to me it looks lazy to do that,
0: yeah, and um it is what it is uh, but um, one thing to to add is I think that now what you have to do is you have your high school, your foundation, now you're gonna add the grad transfers and the transfer portal with Juco I, I believe that uh, ultimately for Mason Garcia to have success, we've got to add some great offensive well, at least good offensive linemen, Obviously, great would probably hard to come by at our. Well, speed. I don't
1: think our O line was bad this year. So, no. Yeah. Uh, well, we're losing uh, like two or three, right? Yeah, we need to add. Yeah, we, we we need to we need to replace that talent. There's no doubt. I do think we have some depth. Um, so I don't think we're in dire straits on the O line. But if you can get a couple from the transfer portal, that'd be great. Um, those are those are top. Those are those that, that's probably the hottest commodity out of the transfer portal is an O lineman, a quality O lineman. So. Um, but yeah, if you can get a couple, maybe you might go Juco, um, and get a couple of yeah. good ones. Um, I think the junior college for the power five, I think the junior college is kind of I think of the past now with the transfer portal plus high school. Um, so schools like East Carolina could probably make a living doing the the junior college thing these days. So don't be surprised. We had a couple of late recruits from the, not only from the transfer portal, but from Juco.
0: Fine with me, whatever. Hey, wherever we can get them from, it's fine with me. Uh, That would be great. And then, Kyle, I want to give you a shout-out because, um, hey, when it comes to East Carolina, just like you said, there's guys decommitting. You said this on the show, talking about the importance of the NIL. You've talked about that. And we lost guys because of NIL for the really – it may have happened uh, last time, but definitely this year you started to see guys, like you said, decommitting is one thing. Uh, Well, maybe a guy gets a saying – Okay, I really didn't want to go there, and the school I really wanted to go to finally, as the last minute, scooped me up. But now we're we're losing guys because of the NIL and not getting an NIL deal. Um, we've got to we've got to definitely step it up there, my friend.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Now you know I, don't, I, don't, I really don't feel like doing it tonight, but I'll I'll continue to make my pleas to Mister Beast. I think he could be a blessing to us in the NIL situation, and, I'll, and I'll get. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. I'll get back to that on other podcasts. I'm just, you know, I, I don't want to do my whole spiel tonight, but we, we definitely have to, uh, uh, we definitely have to step it up with NIL and, 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 you know, you need some big time businesses out there to, uh to make some commitments to East Carolina. And uh, unfortunately, you know, market's part of it. Um, but we have some rich alums, man. It ain't like we don't have people yeah, that, that, that don't have that money. So, it's just I'm getting them a matter a matter of getting them to commit NIL.
0: And we have uh, the team collective. I talked to Henry Hinton on Wednesday night, uh, you know, as yeah. uh, team boneyard, go- what is it called? The boneyard team collective Yard, team boneyard. Team Boneyard, okay. Is the collective where you can give money to that. So just uh, I think No
1: affiliation to the Boneyard Podcast.
0: No, it's not. No. no it's not Team Boneyard. Team Boneyard and you can just uh, Google that and you can give money. It's like one of us we say, Hey, here's twenty five bucks, here's a hundred bucks. I know Kyle's got that. uh, You've got that in quarters, don't you? In your couch, twenty-five bucks, maybe. Um, Yeah. So, just go in there and uh, whatever you can give, you can give that towards uh, the collective. And they're starting to get some traction. So, uh, but we've got to do much, 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 much better. As you know, Kyle, SMU is giving their players was it thirty? I think
1: it's twenty-five grand.
0: But they're um, they're giving their players a good amount of money. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. I uh, want to give a shout out to uh, Tom, who's uh I got a text. He's actually watching. Hello, Tom. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, another great pirate watching us here.
1: Tell our um, heart's brother.
0: Yeah, yeah, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Facebook. We're on Twitter, YouTube. We're on everywhere. Instagram, TikTok. We're everywhere, and we want to remind you again Monday. Even night, on
1: even on MySpace and Friendster.
0: Oh man, oh, we yeah.
1: really? Yeah, yeah, Mindspace, Fredster. Yeah, man, you're going, you're going old
0: school on me. Yeah, like 2005,
1: right? Yeah, we even on, uh, oh hell, what was that thing before TikTok? It was like TikTok, it didn't last long. Uh, Vine, we're even on Vine.
0: Oh man, I forgot all about, yeah, you used to make those Vine videos, didn't you? I did, yeah, I
1: you did. Just, um, I, remember. I made Vines. Um, I have some reason I have not TikTok, I don't, I watch TikTok. For some reason I have not, I've got a couple videos on TikTok, not many. But, uh, yeah, I used to make a lot of vines. Um, I don't, I was much younger and, uh, more creative then, I guess.
0: No, you could definitely do it. I can see, uh, like back in the Montgomery era, Cecil, are you listening? You could do something real quick there and that would be really funny. So, um, uh, for sure. <clears throat> oh, um, by the way, here's another one for you. Craig says, Kyle, congrats on your recognition of work.
1: Oh, yeah. I appreciate that, uh, Craig. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, heart of the lion award they have several awards they give out and uh that one's kind of it's kind of almost you know designated for somebody who's had some kind of hardship struggle to go through this year it's in honor of our former executive director ray Amiet, who lost his battle with um, pancreatic cancer a few years back and the awards in his honor so uh yeah the, one of the biggest reasons <laughs> i got it is because i have cancer so i almost wish i hadn't got it but under the situation it was i was uh, glad to receive it very proud to receive it and it also came with a with a monetary contribution, so uh, it always nice to get a check. So, oh yeah, uh, so yeah, I appreciate I appreciate
0: that, Craig. Well, you won it this year. We don't want you to win it next year. That's right, for sure. And uh, by the way, thank you, Bubba, for letting us know. The Gasparilla Bowl is a final. Wake Forest twenty-seven, Mizzou seventeen. Well, that means Missouri has yet another losing season. Oh, that's right. They're six and seven, right? Yep. Wow, that's right. They were six and six coming in. Wow. So, uh, yeah, you know that's the thing about. Um, by the way, that's the thing about being an American this year. Um, excuse me, not this year, but in twenty four, we've got an easier path to the playoff than somebody like Mizzou, Vanderbilt. Uh, you can start naming the and the, a lot of the. Teams. Yeah,
1: I, I, that's why. That's the same with the NIL thing. I think if you look at the new format of the college football playoff, if there was no such thing as NIL, I think the Pirates would be in prime position to uh, really do something.
0: Yeah, well, maybe we can, uh, in fact, if you have a choice, uh, one of the former players I'm very close to told me, and you did, Cal, so to those two of y'all, if you have a choice of the indoor practice facility or NIL money, that NIL money right now is more important than that. Uh,
1: <laughs> it is. It is. it's, it's going What's going to end up happening in college sports is, I think the the booster clubs are going to go the way of the Dodo bird eventually. I think all that's going to end up being NIL collectives, um, which which is for the Power Five schools, it's going to be fine because they can build all their facilities from TV money. The, the The thing is, for in East Carolina, is we still need a booster club because we don't have enough TV money to build facilities. Right. So it, it, it is going to be, for a you know, for, for group of five schools that, you know, unless you're an SMU who happens to have a lot of cash, um, it is going to be a, a, a balancing act. Uh, with the NIL thing and then still needing help from the booster clubs to build facilities. Um, I do think right now NIL is more important than an practice facility.
0: Well, the other thing that we could do in North Carolina is we could change the law. Um, that's something we need to lobby our state legislature. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, uh, if you're from Eastern North Carolina or anywhere, um, they need to change that law that says that state monies can't go to build facilities because... Athletic facilities. Athletic facilities, yeah. That We need that change. That's archaic. It's out of date. Well, there's ways
1: around it. And and for whatever reason, East Carolina, there's other states that have that law, like Georgia. And Georgia State was real creative when they built a new basketball arena. They put classrooms in there and all kinds of stuff. There's ways around it. Uh, You just got to be creative. And evidently, we haven't been that creative or that sleazy, one or the other.
0: Well, you know, Carmichael um, used to be Carmichael Auditorium for Carolina at UNC. That's what they did. They named it Carmichael Auditorium. And, of course, you know, it was a, a gym. And and now it's Carmichael Arena, I believe, where the ladies still play. But that's how they uh, built that facility. Um, so, anyway. There you go. I, I'm not a UNC guy, so I don't.
1: <laughs> it was good enough for the Tar Heels, by God. You know, if it's the Tar Heel way, then the Pirates can do it, too.
0: Hey, maybe, maybe what we should do. Hey, I got an idea. We'll just have an auditorium, and it'll be our indoor practice facility <laughs> there you go name it the yeah. barbara Barber auditorium we'll after you Kyle, and we'll have the barber auditorium <laughs> and then have the it'll be an indoor practice facility and we'll just
1: build some facility. i don't know build build a damn chemistry lab with the indoor practice facility i don't know
0: there you go or you know have uh, classes out there maybe that will be um that'll be great anyway um, you know, they have all the sports management stuff. Uh, we have a great sports management program, yep. athletic trainers, uh, some of the best in the country with uh, sports medicine. So that would be really cool. How about this, uh, with, uh, B Pace. What's up Pace? He says, we got to stop going to the same well for water, need more variety Yeah, and helping to get that out. Thank you. Pace. Yeah,
1: I agree. And that uh, pays. That's why I keep imploring Mr. Beast to, uh, it, to me, he's the answer for the NIL. He's a he's a billionaire, rich guy on YouTube. He's in Greenville. He just formed a relationship with the university on the academic yes. side. So uh, let's be the Beast from the East. Let's be Mr. B student athlete. Not only would it be good he's branding really good. for us, I think it'd be good branding for him too.
0: Hey, you just gave uh, you gave East Carolina their marketing for twenty twenty three. You know that right for football?
1: Beast from the East. Yeah. Uh, and, have- and they, they, can, they can do it. They, yeah, they're welcome to use it. Wouldn't be the first people to steal my ideas, but don't give me credit. So, uh,
0: <laughs> well, the best ideas are stolen, my friend. And yes, uh, sir. I think that uh, if there's anybody at Older Pirates, I don't remember that ever being used, but I'm sure it might have been done in the 70s. I don't know. Or uh, Beast
1: was. from the East, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow was on as the Beast from the East, so that's where I get it from.
0: There you go. I haven't thought, Man, I hadn't thought about him in a long, long time. Here's a great idea. Craig says build the indoor practice facility and call it the Sports Management Studies Lab. I love it. There you go. There you go. Just come up with a a creative name for it. And I'm sure that we can build it and get state money for it. So, um, but anyway, I digress. I think, I think, um, how about we follow
1: some kind of hardship, hardship bill with the state, us an App State, and that uh, UNC and C State Wake Forest and Duke have an unfair advantage. For because their television contract, and we should be given special permissions. They're not.
0: Well, that that's a that's another great point. I mean, when people are talking about the pirates, and um, one of the things I saw today with uh, yesterday rather with the you know the pirates with their uh, with where the players are coming from, we have a lot of South Carolina and Georgia yeah. players, and I was thinking, my gosh, when you look at North Carolina, there's seven Division One. We're one of seven. So six other Division One schools, yeah. Well, six and a half. Six and a half.
1: Charles only counts as half.
0: (laughs) I didn't know where you were going with that. (laughs) Wow. How about this, brother? Pay says, do like High Point. uh, Did they build a multi-use facility and attached to a hotel to it? Yeah. There
1: you go. There's all kinds of things you can do. You just got to be creative. Because Georgia State, like I said, what they did with their basketball arena earlier in the show. I mean, you just- That would
0: be – you know what? That would be really you – know, the pace, got to give it to you, brother. That would be really cool because think about how hard hotel rooms are to yeah. get. You could literally have a premium hotel, a really nice hotel.
1: Stay right by the stadium.
0: Stay right by the stadium. You could use it year-round. And, like, think about there's baseball games. You're here for the weekend. Yeah. Um, I don't think people maybe overnight for a basketball game for some folks, maybe not a lot there, but most of the both football and baseball would be uh, big there. And then you have the indoor practice facility and those of us that love, uh, and Hey, you could get married at the indoor practice facility, stay at the hotel. We could go, um, there's get married at in the
1: indoor practice facility
0: or a wedding reception. Yeah. Well, you yeah, you can yeah, do lots of things with I it. I mean, man. I know you're already married, so. Not correct. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that but but a, a wedding reception there's all kinds of stuff you could uh do it for um but anyway we'll see how that plays right. out I, I love the nil uh the piece i think that's where we've got to yeah we got to get
1: you want to get back to christmas topics so yeah, let's to christmas. You. I mean, we'll get we'll get to the bowl game and but uh, what is your favorite from your childhood what is your favorite uh christmas gift you got growing up your favorite toy the one thing whether it was a video game system, a Rock'em, sock'em, Robots. So, what was your favorite Christmas gift as a kid?
0: Okay, number two would be uh, most definitely, number two Christmas would be 1981. And you know where I'm going with this because I got to say this for my brother Kyle. He and I are retro gamers. I absolutely love Atari. Um, they could put out Atari stuff and they would be blank and I would still love it like if it was a disc um, and nothing on it. I love Atari. Uh, the Christmas of 1981, Santa Claus gave me an Atari 2600. That was, this. that was that was on
1: eighty one. Um, what, what, did you was that 4 switch wood grain? Yes. Okay, and was your pack in? Was it still combat or that they packed in Pac Man or Asteroids?
0: No, it was com. It was combat. It's still combat. Okay. Um, and back then you got two joy. You got both the joysticks and like the, the paddles. Yep, and the paddles. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I. Uh, so that was number two. So what's number one? Number one was nineteen seventy eight. I was five years old, and it's a two items that were they were both important to me. I got the uh, the um, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank from Star Wars. It'll come to me in a second. but uh, first I got the I got a Redskins jersey pants and a helmet, and I literally slept in the jersey that oh. night. I was so like <laughs> I was so excited and the Millennium Falcon, that's what I was trying to think of with Han Solo from Star Wars. I had that with a lot of the Star Wars characters, and I'm just a big Star Wars fan. So um, that was that was my number one Christmas. I mean, that that's two of my franchises. When you talk about Star Wars, you talk about the Redskins, now Commanders, and um, I, that one's going to be hard to beat. But a close second will be 1981 with uh, most certainly the uh, Atari. How about you?
1: Uh, probably, I got a few that I'll run together. 80 it was either 86 or 87 um i got a red rider bb gun and a Ooh. bmx bike and uh, oh. those were at the same time and uh so that was just getting those two things together was fantastic christmas so you could, um,
0: so you could ride the bmx and shoot the bb gun there and you go
1: i i was i shot the bb gun a lot more than i rode the bike actually um the after that uh one year i got i don't remember what year but i remember getting the wwf ring with the steel oh, cage, God. and I got uh, Hercules. You remember Hercules? Uh, mm-hmm. I got Hercules, Mean Gene, Oakland Cowboy, Bob Orton, and uh, one other figure, and I cannot remember who. Yeah. Uh, for Christmas that year, that was that was another one. Uh, one year, uh, I had Atari. I put, You know, my love for Atari goes deep because I played Atari even when NES was out. So in '89, um, everybody was was uh, when Atari had made their comeback in '86, '87. So by Christmas eighty nine, a lot of people were, were liquidating their their Atari stock again, like they did during the crash. And for Christmas eighty nine, my mom and dad got me, uh that was Santa didn't bring it that year, uh, about 20 Atari games. Wow. So I got Atari 20 Atari games for Christmas in 89. Oh, and uh I was I had the NES, but I was more interested in playing those 20 games. Um so those are something that come to mind. And uh and then I and then another one, I'll throw this in just for just for brownie points. In 2000, when I asked uh, my wife to marry me, she said yes. So I'll, oh, I'll, man. I'll throw that
0: one in. Thank you, Jessica. And uh, how about B. Pays? He said his first set of turntables. There you go. Based on the ones and twos. Well, my goodness, right. how good How old
1: were you, Pays, when you got that? And did you ever have hit sticks? It seems like something Pays would have had. Oh, he, I remember. He, wow. He, I forgot those. Yeah. Yeah. I had a set of hit sticks. Yeah. Play drums
0: in the air. BMX bikes back then were COD mail order. Email. He was yeah. fourteen. He was fourteen when he man. You were young, Pace.
1: you Got your first turntable.
0: Nice. Um, is this too soon? But Craig has uh, he. Uh, let's go back to our topic real quick because I thought it was funny. Um, and it might be hit too close to home for certain people, but um, when we're talking about naming the indoor practice facility and being creative, how about this? He says, "Call it a disaster relocation center and fund it through FEMA." Um, <laughs> <I> don't... <laughs> I think, uh, I I think our, well, (laughs) it's Christmas, it's Christmas. Yeah.
1: I don't think we need to get involved with federal funds. I think, uh, our AD might, uh, might, might, uh, might you something about that.
0: Yeah. But anyway, I'm moving right along, but I I couldn't resist that. Craig, you're the man. Thank you again. You guys, uh, it's funny how we have a lot of different characters that come in on the show and they provide humor and, some of you know serious series cool. does yeah, yeah. we appreciate all our listeners uh, what's the worst Christmas gift you ever got oh gosh I really don't there's nothing that I've gotten over the years that I really um I would say oh, I got a story it would probably <laughs> it would probably have to be something like um some kind of like cologne I didn't want like ah. that mess like you know like um hey, I'll yeah, well,
1: I mean, that depends on so who gives it to you. Right? If it's like, if it's like, if it's like your second cousin, and you're at some kind of family thing. Who gives a crap? But you know, that kind of, they just gave you something. Yeah. I, I remember getting some cologne from my aunt one time. I was like, what in the hell is this cologne? Um, uh, I got two though that stick out to some of worst Christmas gifts. Um, okay. one, um, we drew names. Used to draw names with Jessica's family, yeah. and uh, so uh, one of her cousins, one of her cousins got my name. And gave me a, um, like a fleece slip-up sweater, but it zipped on the wrong side. It was like a woman's jacket. <laughs> like I'm the infamous,
0: laughing at you. I'm laughing. Uh, yeah. Like
1: the infamous ep- episode, uh, with, uh, what's his face on part radio. But, uh, so yeah, it was a woman's what's jacket. Uh, another bad one. I had another one in mine and it just slipped my brain. I had another one. There was two. I was going to tell, uh, it'll come back to me,
0: but, uh. How about worst gifts for our fans too? All the people that are Pirate Nation, what's uh, a bad gift? Like, they, like if like if I gave Kyle a chia pet, he would know this a gag gift, and it's yeah. not me. Like even if it's like a gag gift, like your buddy Kyle's one of my best friends. So, like I give him that, then he would go, "All right, you're funny." You blank, blank, blink. Like, yeah. like <laughs> um, and he would laugh. He, he would get. A I gave my out a Hillary right.
1: Clinton chia, chia pet as a gag gift. You did? I did.
0: Ron? Yep.
1: Oh
0: wow. <laughs> Which one was it? Hillary Clinton. Oh my God. Hillary yeah. Clinton really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know that went over very well with him. Yeah, he thought it was funny. Um Craig says, I hope to meet you in Birmingham. Thank you, Craig. Appreciate you, man. Uh that would be awesome. Um, the worst gift. How about this from Pays? He got a six pack of Zima. Oh my god. Wow, who Zima?
1: gave it to you? Who gave you the Zima?
0: That was a chick drink. My um, college girlfriend used to love some Zima. Zima, that. Zima. I would. Uh, oh my god! You I don't know that I've ever Zima? had a Zima.
1: I, I remember when um, it was kind of like a lime. I want to yeah. say what like were those lime, damn things that were popular things. in the early two thousands? They may still be around. It was uh, something twisted triple. I don't. What the hell am I thinking of? Um, just what am I thinking of? It was fruity.
0: Work. He said it was a work gift.
1: No, no, not Twisted tea. Those are still around. Those are good. Um, hey, uh, I can't think of what I'm thinking of. There was something similar to Zima, and I cannot think of what I'm thinking of. Smirnoff
0: Man. Ice. Smirnoff Ice. That's oh, yeah, of. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, that. Those are still awesome. around. Yeah, Smirnoff Ice. Well, a work gift. Who would give you that, pays Somebody at work, clearly. Uh, I know, but like a close friend. It had to be somebody that didn't know you very well.
1: Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I had another really bad gift besides that jacket. And it was on the tip of my tongue. And I, I can't remember it now to save. My, oh, I got it. I remember it. Yes, yeah, so Jessica just told me. This is a, uh, this this is actually, this was a piss me off story. Uh, early 2000s. My sister at that time was not all there, let's say. And um, she is now. Um, but, uh, so we go to her house for Christmas. And uh, everybody's gonna wrap their presents. And she hands me mine. And it's a damn diecast car. And I collected an die diecast at the time, but it was a damn diecast car that she already had. She gave me something that was hers. Um, it was an NASCAR diecast car. I don't remember what driver. And I was like, "What? why, why are you giving me this? She's like, well, you always liked it. And I was like, yeah, but you, you, you just gave me something you already had. And she forgot to buy me a Christmas present. And so she wrapped that up. I left it
0: sitting there. I did not take it.
1: You didn't take it?
0: No, hell no. I left it sitting there. All right, I do have a question for folks. I do have a question for folks. How many... I was thinking about this today. Uh, Yesterday, I had one of my teammates at work. I thought it was cool. Um, She gave me a a nice gift card from Target. And I was thinking, how many people... Like, not that I don't love Target, because I do. um, And I'd love them even more if they were a sponsor of our show. But... um, Sure. uh, Wouldn't that be nice? But um, she gives me that. And I was thinking, how many people get a gift card from like a coworker or friend and you re-gift it. Not because, not because, um, you don't want the gift or you don't like it, but because that's one left, one less gift you have to buy. I'm just curious. I, I I'm sure it happens. It
1: happens a lot. Um, you, 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 you know, let's say you're planning on buying cousin, Timmy a, uh, a a $25 Walmart gift card and somebody gives you one. So there you go. Um, I mean, yeah, that happens a lot. Um, I'm trying to think if we've ever done it. I'm sure we have. Oh, my God. I think my wife did. I think she was given a Starbucks gift card and re-gifted it one time. Um, but, yeah, that happens a lot. Another thing, how many how many gift cards go completely? You know, somebody used part of it and forget they have it. There, there are so many gift cards sitting there with partial balances that are never used.
0: Yeah, here's one for Craig. How about this? I asked for a weights, meaning a weight bench, and my parents wrapped up a huge stone from our yard. Well, wow. flame. lame. Wow. Well. Well, it happens. It happens. I mean,
1: did you get the white bench too? Was that just a gag and then you got the white bench? I mean, I don't
0: Man, if not, that's that's man, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. That's that's probably gonna win the worst (laughs) gifts. You get (laughs) stoned like a pet rock when I was a little kid that was big those were big. That
1: that was the day Craig stoned his parents to death.
0: (laughs) Oh no. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh. By the way, I've got (laughs) another debate for you real quick. That um All right. Um it's got a good story, but it took a year. He got it the following year. Ah, okay. So you wait didn't wait kill it. your parents. Yeah. Um are you are, I, is, I just is, it It's a debate.
1: Is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Please tell me. That's about what it. I was gonna say. Oh my god. I don't don't ask me that. No, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. It is a it is an action movie that
0: happens to be based at Christmas. It is not a Christmas movie. And I absolutely love Bruce Willis and um sorry. here's a fun
1: fact: Die Hard is actually a sequel to a 1960s movie that starred Frank Sinatra, uh, I think called The Detective.
0: That's right. It's something like that. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's the one, if you get a chance, uh, Netflix has a great documentary. Uh, what was that, the movies that made us? Yeah, I'm not sure, but that sounds right. It's yeah. a good name.
1: If it ain't one, they should, they
0: should make that documentary. Um, but they have something like that, but they have a great, uh, it's got they three seasons worth of movies, like behind the scenes of stuff you didn't know about the movies. It's re- it's a good if you're a movie nerd like Kyle and I, then um, that it's good stuff. They even have them for uh, some horror films too. So if you horror, like,
1: how about horror Christmas movies? Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, Silent Night, Deadly Night Three. That whole series of Silent Night, Deadly Night movies. I loved them as a kid. I cannot stand them now. Um, there was a movie uh, with Bill Goldberg where he played a killer Santa, and I cannot think of the name of it. Um, it was actually a new Christmas movie out now that I can't think of the name of either to say that's a violent santa where the plot is apparently the plot's actually kind of interesting uh, apparently a family is being this kidnapped came out, right uh yes apparently a family is being kidnapped and the little girl believes in santa still and she like just prays or whatever she she believes in santa so much that he comes and rescues them and kills the bad
0: guys um is it violent night yes while at Night. I looked it up for you on Google. Thank God for Google and the internet. Yeah. I couldn't think. I remember seeing a trailer about it, but I
1: look up the Goldberg Christmas movie.
0: The name of it. Type okay. in Goldberg's
1: good Christmas movie. It's All like right. it's like Evil Santa or
0: Satan Claws. or <laughs> they're gonna Santa. Is it Santa's sleigh? Yeah, that sounds right. Yep, from two thousand five. Yeah. There you go. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we're at an hour now. I was hoping uh, our good friend, Matt Semenza, we were talking about him uh, coming in. But, uh, hey, I tell you what, before we wrap it up, what um, I want to do a Christmas wish for the pirates. And what I mean by that is um, what do you hope for for this year? Meaning for Christmas, uh, for me, for a Christmas wish, always my number one would be uh, doing <laughs> I'll do that in a second. Um Craig, but for me, a Christmas wish would be I want the Pirates to win the bowl game and they'll get to eight and um, that'd be eight and five. And they would have uh, the first eight win seasons since 2014 and 2013 is the last time we won a bowl game. And then maybe basketball to have like 18 wins or whatever you want to do for your Christmas wish. But before we get out of here, I wanted to get let's see what people want to do.
1: Pirate related Christmas wishes uh, win the bowl game. Uh, have a winning season in basketball. Go to the College World Series in baseball, and uh, win the conference next year in football.
0: That <clears throat> oh my gosh, yeah the uh, the conference will be fantastic. Let's see if we can get anybody else to uh, to come in here and join us um, when it comes to that. Let's see. Uh oh, Jr. here. Jr. says Kyle should put out a Christmas CD. We can do that. I'll,
1: I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. It'll be, it'll be Kyle from
0: Lagrange sings your Christmas favorites. How about this? Grew up in Greenville and generally celebrated Christmas in South Carolina, five hours away. One year, my dad packed the station wagon and forgot to pack all the Santa gifts.
1: Oh wow! So he, uh, he, you didn't get Santa. Santa left all the toys at the house. He didn't realize I was in South Carolina.
0: Oops. Oops. Yeah. My f- grandfather talked uh, the local five and dive owner to open the middle of the night, and my dad was off the hook.
1: Oh wow! Okay, so he bought presents again. Okay, well, well, wow. yeah. My my mom and dad would have been like Santa Claus. Lot y'all was in Williamston. so uh, we going yeah. we gonna we gonna have Santa when y'all uh when y'all get back.
0: <laughs> you get Santa on the twenty eighth, or Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I, I want everybody to be one thing is for Pirate Nation, for everybody to be safe this holiday season and uh, be man. They I tell you what they are. Um, this has been a tough day for travel, not because of the obvious, but for people trying to get back home and the winter be, uh, weather, the winter storm. Yep. So I hope people can get safely by uh, maybe today or tomorrow, um, Sunday, rather or it might be the 26th or 27th before they can even get to their destination. It's just crazy right now. Um, so we'll see. I hope stay that- warm,
1: everybody. It's cold out. I don't know if you realize that. Maybe you heard something about it on the news.
0: But uh, stay warm. Put on a jacket. Um, turn your heat on. Jo- Johnny Robertson. JR. Oh, my God. JR, are you really... Are you, you're killing me. You're killing me, JR. Here we go. He's. This is... Uh, He's got the name of the title of the CD and uh, maybe even the title, tr- what's the title track? Johnny Robertson. He said, a Merry Cecil Christmas.
1: <laughs> a Merry Cecil Christmas.
0: That oh, that's, was. From Craig. that's from Craig.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Got you.
0: All right. So um, Pay says to get rid of the bleachers and midgies. That's what his <laughs> uh, wish yeah.
1: is. I want some damn comfortable seats that you can actually fit in if you're over 200 pounds.
0: And Johnny Robertson says, thank you. Merry Christmas, Craig. Johnny Robertson, uh, Merry Christmas. That's what uh, Craig said. So there you have it. So um, thank you guys very, very much uh, for for doing that. It's been a lot of fun. In fact, uh, Kyle, do you have anything before we get out of here, my friend?
1: Not nah, uh, just everybody. Enjoy your time, with your family, friends. Um, you never know, uh, you know, so just just. Make sure you enjoy your time. Uh, enjoy Christmas. It all comes once a year. Try not to get too stressed out. A lot of people get stressed out this time of year. Just enjoy it.
0: Yeah, we want to remind everybody that we have the, um, <clears throat> we have a promo that we're going to play for you about Monday night. Come out and see us. It's going to be so much fun. In fact, thank you, Justin. He's going to come by and uh, see us in Birmingham. So come on by. In fact, uh, Kyle, I hate that you can't be there. Next year, you're going to be with us. I have a good feeling you'll be with us in, um, We're going to have a a really, really good time. Um, But we'll have time virtually. We'll have good time virtually with Kyle and Matt. Kyle will be in LaGrange. Matt will be in Connecticut. Bubba and I will be there at Overtime Bar and Grill. And it's going to be fantastic. And hopefully, uh, Craig, you can make it too. That will be, uh, I don't know if uh, Richard and I know uh, a lot of the guys like Pirate Owl, they're actually coming to, um, they're going to be staying in Atlanta and they're going to drive the two-hour drive to Birmingham on the 27th, so they won't be with us, but uh, we love those guys. Nevertheless, they're great pirates, and there's folks doing that too, Kyle. So they're getting I'm up. I'm sure the, the people in Birmingham appreciate that. Yeah, they are. Atlanta's getting the money, and uh, Birmingham. <laughs> it is- <laughs> sounds good. Um, but anyway, uh, Bubba's working on that. In fact, uh, we. W- this is Tiff. She's actually one of the bartenders. And uh, she's got a great message that she wants to do that. Um, And we will. um, Are we going to close it with that or are we going to come back? Yeah, we'll um, we'll close it with that, Bubba. We're going to close it with the promo. You guys, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. And how about you, Kyle?
1: Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy
0: New Year and stay safe. All right, Bubba, let's go now to uh, we'll get out of here. And what we'll do is we'll say goodnight. We'll pitch it over to Tiff. And she is the bartender there at Overtime Bar and Grill, and that's in Birmingham. Merry Christmas, everybody. And as always, go Pirates. Hey guys, it's Seth coming
1: straight from Overtime Grill and Bar. I can't wait to see y'all Monday night for the East Carolina Pirates Tech Rally. And we've got the Sports Objective Podcast at 8 p.m., and we also have over 20 beers on. favorite
0: sport. If you wear your Pirates
1: gear, then we're going to give you 10% off of your tab. And just for you guys, we've got 95 cent wings and $4 craft beer special. Check out our website at overtimegrillandbar.com or look us up on Facebook. I can't wait to see y'all Monday. Loyal and bold. Let's go Purple and Gold. at those freaking pirates!
0: Purple and gold I'm a pirate down up my soul And I don't